You are listening to Moisture Festival Podcast. Hey folks, welcome to the Moisture Festival Podcast. My name is Matt Baker and I perform a comedy and stunt show all around the world and sometimes at the Moisture Festival. And my name's Louis Fox. I'm a comedy magician. I perform around the United States and also, guess what? At the Moisture Festival. (laughs) Sometimes we do shows together at the Moisture Festival. (laughs) Sometimes we co-host a podcast (laughs) called the Moisture Festival Podcast. And if you don't know what the Moisture Festival is, it is, of course, a four-week festival celebrating variety arts in the Fremont neighborhood of Seattle. It's the largest festival of its kind in the world and features some of the best entertainers and comedians working today. Typically, the festival happens in the months of March and April, and not only do they have world-class variety acts, the Moisture Festival also hosts a week of burlesque shows. And if you're listening to this during the festival, be sure to buy tickets as soon as possible, because 95% of the shows sell out, and you can get tickets by visiting the website moisturefestival.org. On today's episode of the Moisture Festival podcast, it's a continuation of what it's like behind the scenes at an actual Moisture Festival show. Yeah, that's right. This is part two of the cliffhanger we left on uh, last episode. Yeah, we've received your emails and we have responded with another episode of uh, the sort of glimpse of who's making it happen real time interviews with people coming off stage, how it all happens backstage so you can get an idea of what it's going on and the chaos that is backstage at the Moisture Festival. Yep. Let's get to the interviews. Yeah. This interview is with the person that provides the libations for all the audience members, the people that, to lubricate them and get them excited for the show. We have Nick Peters, the bartender. That's right. Probably the most important person, aside from the ticket taker who lets you into the festival. And the performers. Oh, well, yeah, man. <laughs> so let's get to Nick. Uh, I've been a bartender here at Hales Ales for almost a year now. Very cool. So this is your first time doing the Moisture Festival. Yes. Uh, it's like my sixth shift, but yeah, it is, it's the first time year-wise, I guess. It's a great festival to work, and it's just so much fun to watch. I mean, the way it changes from week to week, night to night, is really makes it really special, because a lot of events here, it's the same, the same stuff over and over again. And with Moisture Festival, that's just not the case, and that makes it a lot more fun to work. Now, since you've said you've done six shifts, is there an act comes up, you're like, ugh! Oh, no, 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 absolutely not. I, they are all entertaining. I've only seen repeats like once or twice. Like they really do a good job of cycling them out. I really liked the acrobatics until the last show. I still liked the acrobatics in the last show I saw, but they had these two different musical acts that were just absolutely spectacular. They had this dueling accordion thing, and then they had this guy singing funny songs with a guitar about death, and it was great. <laughs> you can't go wrong with that. <laughs> Acoustic guitar death songs are great. Folk death rock. Yeah, exactly. No, he wrote. He wrote a. He wrote a suite for the Seven Dwarves, the Seven Deadly Sins, and the Seven Wonders of the World. Oh, that's <laughs> he, sang, he sang one song off of each. It was very cool. 
That's very cool. Now, what's the most popular beer here for Moisture Festival attendees? IPA, and it's not close. The, the hop rising, man, people love an IPA, it's trendy for a reason. Yeah, it used to be in the past, it was the Super Goose is what they had back uh, here. Yeah, yeah. No, we're, we're pouring our hop rising IPA now. The, uh, the Super Goose has a little bit too much oomph to it, I think. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit heavy for... Yeah, one or two and then you're kind of done. <laughs> so this way you get that third beer sale. Yeah, exactly. This is, this is the way to go. Backstage, we run into Eben Sprinstock, who you may recognize from the Moisture Festival band, but he has other roles this week. This week, he'll be running lighting for the entire show. So all the cool light cues and cool effects that you see that happen at the Moisture Festival. He is in charge of that this week. He is one guy that is spot on. I am uh, Doc Sprinsock of Doc Sprinsock and the Sankapators. And how, how many people are in the Sankapators? Uh, about 12 people, usually 10 to 12. You got 10 to 12 people, <laughs> and how would you describe your music? We're like a small big band, you know, like uh, we, we, uh, we have uh, uh, horns, you know, clarinet, saxophone, flute, trombone, trumpet, tuba, drums, you know. Okay. So we're like, uh, we're like Duke Ellington's band or, you know, one of those uh, traditional jazz band, that kind of thing. I play alto sax. Alto sax. How do yeah. you get into that? Well, uh, I've played clarinet since I was in sixth grade. Okay. okay. Got into the school band and uh, played clarinet all through college, got into a number of bands here. And then a friend of mine said, why don't you try sax? Because uh, he thought I over blew the clarinet. My, my body, I'm a big guy. And he thought I blew too hard. So I, I picked up the alto sax and it, it really fit. It really worked for me. And it's a good instrument to lead the band from. It cuts through better than the clarinet does. <laughs> it's a cooler instrument. <laughs> it can be. It's a little heavier. Heavier to carry around. But no, it's fun. It's fun. It's, I, can, I, can really, uh, I can really sort of direct the band from the, from the saxophone, yeah. And how long have you been involved with the Moisture Festival? Uh, from the very first. Okay, from the parking lot? From the parking lot. Because um, the, uh, the Can Can Dancers were in the first Moisture Festival, and we were one of the bands that accompanied the Can Can Dancers. And so the Can Can Dancers said, we're going to be in this thing. Can you put a little band together and come down and play for us? Mm -hmm. And so that's what we did. And so that we were at the first Moisture Festival in the tent in the parking lot. Nice. Yeah. So you've seen this thing grow to what it is today. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's been so much fun. I mean, when you played the parking lot, did you expect it becoming... Had no idea. <laughs> Had no idea. We saw this thing in Chumley's tent, and we go, oh, this is kind of cool. I don't know if it's ever, you know, didn't think it was ever going to happen again. <laughs> and then we get the call next year, you're like, what? Yeah, yeah. Well, the Can-Can Dancers wanted us to play again, mm -hmm. and it kind of grew from there. You know, the, the, the idea was to have show bands right from the beginning, and since we were playing for the Can-Can Dancers, they said, well, you want to be one of the show bands? And so we did, and, and back then... You'd have a different band every day. You switched bands every day. And, and after a while, that became a nightmare when they started to get sound guys and mic the bands. They had to set up the mics every day. And so after a while, they said, okay, we're going to have one band for a whole week. <laughs> so when you're not playing the Moisture Festival, what kind of places do you play? Well, the Sankapators uh, is a band that started with the... Uh, started uh, associated with the Sanka Circus School. That's why we called the Sankapators. And we used to do shows at Sanka Circus School, but that doesn't happen too much anymore. So pretty much Moisture Festival is is our main gig. Okay. And we play, we get we get some other gigs around town every once in a while, but but the Moisture Festival is, is the big thing we do every year. Now, do you play around as a solo or with other bands? No, I play with other bands. So I play, I play, um, I'm also the leader of the band for the new old time Chautauqua, which you might have heard about. It's a nonprofit performing group that uh, tours every summer, except for the pandemic, of course. <laughs> so I lead that band also on alto sax, and then I play clarinet 
in the Ballard Sedentary Sousa Band, which you may have heard. Sedentary Sousa Band. Ballard Sedentary Sousa Band. It's a, it's a community band that uh, has been in Seattle for over 20 years. We play marches from the, from the great old uh, era of marches, you know, the Sousa era. And we, but we play them sitting down. We don't, we don't march. You could do uh, wheelchair formations. <laughs> yeah. We don't even move. Actually, that's what the, the, great, the great march bands, like Seuss's band, they all played in concert. They played sitting down. They didn't march. Ah. Yeah. And uh, so that band plays all around Seattle during the summer. Um, we usually put, a, put on a concert at the Ballard Locks. We, we're going to be doing... Um, Do you play as the, the boat's lower? <laughs> <laughs> we play in the garden next to the locks. Um, we're going to p- be playing at... Uh, at um, uh, what's that music festival on Memorial Day? I can't remember. In the Seattle Center, oh, I can't remember. Folklife? Yeah, we're playing Folklife. Um, we do. We usually play up in the Edmonds Park mm-hmm. um, once a summer. We don't. We haven't done any farmers markets. We're too big a group. The Ballard Sedentary Susan Band is like yeah. twenty to thirty people, so okay. it's too big for farmers markets and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We really, really need a real concert venue. Yeah. But we always, almost always play the Ballard Locks in August. Look nice. for it. We're yeah, we're going to be in. We're going to be there this August. So it's yeah. like fish ladder, Susan Band. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. I'm going to watch some sockeyes migrate. <laughs> Susa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they should call it, Sockeye Susa. <laughs> we play on the lawn there, you know, mm-hmm. and we usually get a nice crowd. Yeah. Very cool. So what do you do when you're not playing? Well, I, I make my living as a computer programmer. Oh, very cool. Uh, I've, been, I've, been com- I've been in the computers, doing computers since 1978. I'm, six, I'm almost 69, mm-hmm. and uh, now I'm semi-retired. I only work about 12 hours a week, but nice. I, still, I still work, yeah. What have you programmed that I would know? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I've, been in, I've been in the business side of programming, so a lot of the stuff I've been working on is moving data around, moving huge amounts of data around between different databases. Um, I've also done some, uh, some user interface programming, uh, a little bit of web stuff, but not much. Uh, mostly, mostly business software behind the scenes. Okay, very yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, so I definitely would not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> During intermission, we run into Dan, who is a board member, and you can catch Dan's Moisture Festival interview in the archives from about a year ago. And Dan brings his friend Dana there, so we chat with Dana, who's first time at the Moisture Festival. They're a Moisture Festival virgin, man. This is exciting. And that's the way to do it, is you go to the festival with someone who's been there before. They know the ins and outs. Oh my God, it's so wonderful to be back here after like two years where we couldn't even see live entertainment. Yeah. Back doing it now. I don't know. Have you? This is my first one. Oh, is it? What do you think yeah. so far? Oh, I'm loving it. I'm having such a great time. All right. What was your favorite act? We're at intermission of the first half, oh, so uh, there's a lot more to come. Ooh, uh, my favorite act was uh, the the acrobat person. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Yes. That was a lot of fun. But uh, honestly, like all of us. What did really you think you were gonna see? I came in with no expectations. Okay. That's how I do everything like this. So. <laughs> so what do you think you're gonna see in the second half? Humanity doing human things and it's going to be funny. I don't know. I, I heard it was a variety show, so I'm assuming someone's going to have some strange talent that I'm never going to even think about, but for some reason they put thousands of hours into it, yes. and it's going to be awesome. Let's play. I didn't expect to watch yo-yo tricks tonight, but here we are. It was yeah. stupendous. Yeah, it was, it was great. A- <laughs> yeah. Mark is a guy I know... I've known for years, but I think it's the second time we've hung out in person. Oh, nice. <laughs> so that's for me one of the cool things. So did you even know he did yo-yo? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah okay. Yeah. <laughs> the next interview comes from one of 
the Moisture Festival's most favorite performers, Hillary Chaplin. And uh, if you want to check out the interview, the full-length interview that we did with her, just be sure to scroll through uh, the archives. But we're going to talk with her right after she got off stage. Yep, from her first show uh, during her run at the Moisture Festival. So it's very exciting. Just the adrenaline is still flowing. Yes, it is. And that was my first time seeing her right after that. And I was amazed. So I'm excited to uh, share share with everybody uh, what we found out about her performance. For me, it went amazingly well. I'm really like, I'm, I'm kind of tickled because I've done this piece many times. I've done it once. I did it once last June. And before that, it had been, I don't know, a year and a half. So I haven't done it in a long time. And when I was rehearsing a bit today, I just started playing with the monologue a little bit differently. And the mic was so hot that I didn't have to speak loudly at all. And it just changed things for me. And I don't know, there were just a lot of new little moments and the the relationship with, with the audience was a bit different. I felt like I wasn't forcing anything, that it, was, it, that it had a subtlety that I was really having fun with. So, and and Matt was perfect. I mean, Mark. Mark. Yeah. My favorite part. Yeah, he did great standing there. And then, yeah. yeah. My favorite part was the part that no one got to see. It's when they were hunting down all your props that rolled off stage. Yeah. Afterwards, yeah. <laughs> They're still missing a pearl, I believe. No, no, no. We have found oh, pearl number five. Yeah. 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 I do have a huge bag of pearls back home. Because <laughs> I used to, they used to fall out from in my dress, too. Ah. But now my dress is so tight. It's a different dress, and, and It'd be funny if you, you could time release it, where they fell out, and then, like, at the very end, oh, like, and one fell out. Yeah, that'd be, yeah. That'd that would be, be nice. nice. There, it, that, I went, hmm, yeah. Break, break, so you used to, like... Like, you were doing your monologue, and then one just drops Right, out. right, right. Yeah. Well, see, I used to, when I was on my knees, I would reach in, kind of lift my bra, and they'd fall out. Yeah. And then when I'd stand up, they'd all fall out. And once in a while, one would fall out oh, at yeah, another time. <laughs> This is my daughter's favorite person at the festival. My daughter volunteers at the festival and was doing the COVID testing. You, you can hear from her in the last episode of the podcast, but it's Mac DeVee. And the big question is, what does Mac do at the festival? <laughs> he does a little bit of everything. And uh, we're going to go through a little bit of that. And it's nice to hear his voice because he is one of the main organizers of this festival. So uh, let's get to that interview. Yep. Well, what I do at the festival is try not to do an awful lot. Uh, people hunt me down and make me work. I solve problems. And otherwise, I'll hide as often as I can. But they seem to find me every day. I, I'm just... It's difficult. <laughs> so you're a problem solver here, but you also were a performer too. Yes, and I'm up on April 1st. Oh, oh, do you want to say the act name? Chicken Sinatra. I like it, I like it. Can you give us any details about what the act is? Or is uh, you got to be, yes, got to be there to see it. It's a bit of a barnyard foul spectacle. I'm, that's about the best I can say. Yeah. Barnyard, F-O-U-L. <laughs> F-O-U-L is correct. Last time we did it, I never heard a word from the audience. They all gaped at me. So I'll see if I can get a laugh. All right. That's all cloaca jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they call these haircut and neck act. The blow, the blow off of a vaudeville. Oh, second. There's, there's Godfrey Daniels right there again. Godfrey, do you have anything you want to say to us? He's all so right. chatty backstage. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then he just shrugged. <laughs> 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 it's the best part of the day. Now, God, Godfrey, why are you not wearing a mat? We all have to be masked up. He's, he doesn't breathe. <laughs> he doesn't breathe. <laughs> and he's, you know, different species. He's immune. He's just immune to all this. Yeah. This interview is with our good friend Mark Hayward, and he is not only a performer, but this particular show, when we interviewed him at intermission, he was the MC and the host of the evening, and he was probably the best-dressed man in the whole show. He was definitely the sparkliest, and he goes <laughs> into the hazards of hosting a show while wearing a sequin jacket. Absolutely, and uh, we'll hear from him now, but if you want to hear a longer-length interview with Mark and hear his background and stuff, go back to the archives because we, uh, we have you covered. How's it going so far? It's good. I'm uh, slightly less sweaty than I expected. Okay. So that's good. And I'm wearing this awesome sequin jacket. And one of the uh, the hazards of a sequin jacket is frequently the little threads that hold the sequins on hook onto other sequins. Ah. So sometimes I'm gesturing and suddenly I can't move my arms anymore. So you've had very little of that tonight? Uh, a couple, but nothing nothing catastrophic yet. <laughs> awesome. See, so now you're just watching the crowd in between during yep. your yep. mission. Exactly. I'm trying to make sure I know what I'm doing, and for the next half that I've got all my intros in place, I have enough yo-yos in my pockets. <laughs> How many yo-yos do you have? Well, I have two, well, I mean, just right here. I've got yeah. another eight or ten backstage, okay. just in case. Ah. And I'm now on my third pen. Ooh. I had to borrow this one from one of the acts. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, the other two didn't work. You got it. You're going to crush it. Thanks, man. I love catching up with the performers after their acts. And here we catch up with Pokey, who does a really unique act. Yeah, he does a performance where he where he hangs from the ceiling just with a attachment, uh, like a ring attachment in his hair attached to something attached to the ceiling. I don't even know how to explain it, but he's hanging from his hair. We learn we learn all about moisturizers and conditioners from Pokey. <laughs> so, what, what do you what's that act called that you did? Uh hair hair hang. Okay, so you yeah. have your hair like in a tight bun? Yeah, it's like it's all wrapped around this uh, I got this metal ring that's all tied around. And then you kind of dangle from it. Dangling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dangling is kind of like the that's like the cool way to call it. <laughs> Hair dangle. The million dollar question. Yeah, yeah. Does it hurt? Oh, uh, 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 no. I, when I when I keep a regular practice going, it doesn't, I like, it still feels super intense, uh-huh. but it doesn't, it's not the same um, pain feeling as like when I'm first learning and my whole body is telling me like, don't do that crazy thing. <laughs> so it's like, uh, yeah. Now, are, are you here other weeks or just this week? Just this week, yeah. Just today and tomorrow. Okay, and you're doing the same act tomorrow night? Yep, yep. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. It was super fun to watch. Aw, uh, thanks. And, like, the costume, like, the it flows with your body. It's great. Aw. It was fun to watch. I had a blast. Uh, thank you. Oh, thank you. hair-raising. Oh, ba 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 like, a thousand times. Yeah, yeah, pretty much every MC. Yeah. What shampoo you use? <laughs> Strong enough for a man, but made for a dangly hair. Are you the dangly one doing hair. the podcast? Yeah. I'm zero white. Let's chat for a second. So, yeah. So how do you describe what you do? Uh, vocal acrobat, vocal cartoonist. Very cool. And how did you? How do you feel your show went tonight? I was a little stiff. I dropped the F-bomb. I didn't mean to do that. I keep on forgetting that I'm like in a vaudeville, not a, uh, a crazy venue. So, uh, you know, but otherwise, I, you know, it's nice to warm up and start getting my uh, 
my legs up at the moisture festival. Yeah, I mean, it takes a little bit. You know? Yeah, I worked with you. I want to say three or four years ago here, where I am yeah. Cedar Show, and I had a blast watching your shows. Yeah, there. so because it's, it's a definitely an uncommon thing, your act. So it was a ton of fun to work with that. It was fun to watch tonight. Oh, cool. Yeah, I mean, it, we're uh, tomorrow night is my gangster. Tomorrow night, uh, who do you want whacked? How do you want it done? And what are you willing to pay? <laughs> That's what you do on stage. Yep. <laughs> so you better have your improv ready. Who do you want whacked? How do you want it done and what are you willing to pay? So we'll see how that goes tomorrow night. And then y'all listening are missing the visual. We're in the changing room. Yes, exactly. He's, he's disrobing while yeah, he says exactly. this. Sorry, I'm just going to whip this out. <laughs> you think and he's we, got long hair. <laughs> then we've got Ivan here. Yep. And you did the hoop juggling. I did. Uh, I opened the show with the duo pole. Okay. And uh, Yes, that was great. And uh, I closed the show with my hoop juggling. <laughs> the hoop juggling. So, yeah. uh, and is this your first year here? No, we've been here before. Okay, I don't think I've met you before. I'm yeah. This is Matt over here. Uh, very cool. So how do you feel like tonight went? Uh, it was pretty good for opening night, yeah. Uh, the audience were great, so yeah, it went well. All right, so what, are, you, are you performing tomorrow night? Yes, we're here through right. Sunday. So how are you going to do? You bring it up tomorrow? Uh, definitely looking forward. <laughs> I like being on stage, and this is great venue. Uh, I'm surrounded by nice, talented, and nice people. Yeah. So it was cool watching you practice backstage where you just throw the hoop over your shoulder and it rolls down your back. Yeah. And then seeing it on stage tonight, too. It was great to see, like stuff being worked on in practice and then get on stage. Uh -huh. Yeah, I'm um, still getting used to lights, so tomorrow I'm more familiar now because, you know, ah. didn't have a chance to do it with the lights, yeah. but, but yeah, now, now that it's out of the way, I, 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 I know where to look now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very cool. I'm yeah. excited to see you tomorrow night. All right. Thank you. One of the cool things backstage at the Moisture Festival is we're all like a big family back there. And we run into Steve, the pretty good Steve Hamilton, who we've interviewed in the podcast before. You can look that up in the archives. But he's telling me about running into my daughter backstage, and she had some questions about his past life as a firefighter. <laughs> so I'm chatting with, with Steve, and he, my daughter is doing uh, the COVID testing here. So she ran into Steve, the pretty good, and she knows Steve. So what did she ask you? So she knew that I had been a firefighter uh, a long time ago, and... She said, I got to ask you this. Have you ever rescued a cat from a tree? Which the answer was, well, no, not really. But one time a guy went up to rescue a cat and he got stuck. So we had to get that guy out of a tree. So I'm not sure what the, the point is in that. Point five? Yeah, uh, the cat was gone. Cat was like, by the time we got there, the cat was gone. And the guy, he should have said almost anything else. He should have been like, uh, yeah, I was trimming some trees here and uh, my ladder. Somebody stole my ladder. Would have been a million times better than uh, I came up to get the cat and then the cat took off. We just did for the Odd and Offbeat podcast, episode 201, I think. A kid went up to save a cat, got stuck, and the fire department had to come out and get the kid down. They tracked down the cat's owner, and the cat cat's owner called a service to get the cat out of the tree. I thought you were going to say the cat's owner lived in a tree house. He was like, no, he was home. <laughs> but who knew there was a service that you could call? Get a cat out of the tree service. Yeah. Uh, you know. Um, They're like, you can ride home in the ambulance or. <laughs> Do you have a service? <laughs> 
So this interview, we caught up with Stevie Coyle, a fantastic guitar player and comedian, and he talks a little bit about what the audiences are like at the Moisture Festival. And uh, if you want to hear Stevie's full-length interview, it is one of my favorite interviews that we've ever done, Louie, and I talk about it all the time. Yep. <laughs> and uh, you can check that out in the archives, but it was good to catch up with Stevie at the show. So Stevie, yeah. Yeah. you've been on the podcast before. Yeah. How do you feel like your show went today? It was great. This we, we talked about this in the dressing room briefly. This audience is really well trained. They know how to be an audience. I don't mean that flippantly at all. They've come, been coming to shows here. And they've learned how to participate and react as a unit. And it's like playing for one person. You know, the whole place responds as one. It's wonderful. It's the best kind of audience. Yeah. So you felt good about what you did up there? Felt great. Felt great. I wasn't sure my hair was very good tonight, but. But everything else was great, so I really, I really mustn't complain. What makes the Moisture Festival so cool is the audiences. So we catch up with some families checking out the show. Some are veterans, some are first-timers. And we have a kid who professes how cool Snubby Jay is. And we learn that gymnastics is a gateway to becoming a Moisture Fest fan. <laughs> it definitely is. My name is Joseph. Joseph, and have you been to a show here before? Uh, yes, I did one. When was it? I can't remember. Either way. <laughs> so a, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, something like that. What was? Do you remember the coolest thing you saw? Uh, probably that guy with the Roomba tubes. I can't remember his name. With the what? The Roomba tube. Yes, he he hits them and they bounce. They make noise. Yeah, that guy. Oh, it's going to bug me now. I had lunch with him not too long ago. <laughs> I have speed up three and night speed up. So what do you think you're going to see today? I honestly do not know. What, what do you hope you see? Hmm. Cool stuff. That's cool. all I he hope to see. That's all you can hope to see. Like, Do you like the magic tricks? Do you like the juggling? Or do you like... All of the above. All of the above. Now, uh, you're going to come back next year to see shows as well? Maybe. I have no idea. Depends on how well they do tonight? Yep. <laughs> Giselle. Giselle, have you been to the Moisture Festival before? Um, I don't know actually because I don't have the best memory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, uh, the last time we were here was the year that David Bowie died uh, and they did a great tribute to him at the end. Of, they played Starman and the whole audience sang along and it was really cool. That's one of the cool things about having a show band is you can do stuff like that yeah. where if you're just working on tracks, you can't. Yeah, we, uh, we all really had a good time, so we're glad to be back. Now, my million-dollar question is, how'd you get front-row seats? <laughs> it was lucky, just luck. <laughs> they were empty and we came and sat. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thought you just moved a couple coats. <laughs> exactly. I'll never tell. <laughs> so how many times have you been to the Moisture Festival? One time. One time, what did you remember? Anything you saw? Uh, it was the it was well. We all came together. I mean, wow. well, one of us wasn't born yet. I don't think. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember what year that was. Uh, might have been 2018, 2017, yeah. sometime around then. So, did do you have any acts that stuck out? The bubble, the bubble person. All right, so you would have seen Tom Naughty. Yeah. <laughs> I like to see flips, splits. Someone do the splits? Yeah, and flips. And flips. I think, based on watching people warm up, I think you'll see splits at least once. I can do the splits. Do you do gymnastics? 
Yeah. Very cool. Do you want to maybe one day end up working on an act and be in a show like this? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Because I'm shy a lot. Oh. Okay. Because you're shy. What's your favorite kind of show to watch? Gymnastic shows and a lot of gymnastic shows and up. And acrobatics. And acrobatics? So I'm trying to think, there's at least, usually there's two aerial acts in every show. So you'll see that. I think we have a static trapeze today. Uh, but sometimes what I see when people are warming up, they're, they're running stuff for the later show. So I'm not going to guarantee that. So if there's not a static trapeze, you won't get mad at me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for hanging out at the festival with us. We had a blast chatting with everyone backstage, hanging out. I hope the last two episodes of the podcast gave you a sense of kind of what goes on around the festival. Yeah, a lot of excitement, and we hope we gathered all the information necessary to paint a accurate picture of how this all goes down and how it happens, and we hope you enjoyed it. And we're gonna, the next episode, we will get back to our full-length interviews, uh, but we just wanted to make sure that you had an idea of how it all went down at the Moisture Festival. All right, folks. Well, that's it for today. Just a quick few plugs. Of course, go to moisturefestival.org for all things Moisture Festival. You, they also have a Facebook page, an Instagram, and a YouTube that you can sign up for. And you can get all the information if you want to volunteer, if you want to donate, or if you want to fill out the questionnaire to be considered as a performer as well. You can do that all on their site. If you want to find out more information about Louie and I, you can find Louie at louiefox.com. That's with two X's. Yes, and you can find Matt at Comedy stuntshow.com. You can also check out the podcast that Matt and I do called the Odd and Offbeat Podcast at oddandoffbeat.com or on iTunes, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, all that jazz. If you like weird and unusual news stories, that's where you need to go because the Odd and Offbeat Podcast is all things weird. Yes. So check that out. If you like this podcast, you will love our podcast. So be sure to check that out. So we want to thank our guests for today. That was a lot of fun. And, and we want to thank all the donors and volunteers and performers that make the moisture fest happen as well without yeah. them we wouldn't be here talking to them absolutely so get your little slice of moisture festival at moisturefestival.org and thanks so much for listening folks see you soon thank you for listening to moisture festival podcast and stay moist